How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. All right, folks, we're back. <clears throat> there we go. We're back, and it is, it's, what day is it? It's Thursday, that's right. Folks, I have a um, acid reflux this morning, so I'm clearing uh, the throat. So I sound a little hoarse here. And Donut Head, I know you're uh, out there preparing my funeral arrangements and all, but uh, I'm going to live, much to your chagrin. I'm going to be just fine. But in the meantime, today we've got special guests here in the studios. Uh, we have, at the 5 o'clock hour, we have, uh, well, I'll just say he is a uh, PI. And um, I'll let you figure out the rest of it. Matter of fact, we'll see how sharp you guys out there and figure out what PI means. But anyway, uh, I know some of you out there, oh, that's a math formula. Yeah, I heard about that. No, not that kind of pie. But anyway, we, a notebook. We have in the studios Miss Lee. Yeah, we got Lee Tapley and uh, huh? Okay. Well, happy for you to sit down and we we'll get this <laughs> interview going here. We have Lee Tapley in the studios with us, along with her partner, Miss Donna Yao. She's here in the studio. We're, we're technically not partners, but that's okay. Okay. Well, this woman that came in with you, <laughs> Donna Yao, is here. <laughs> and Lee, how, how's it going? It's it's going okay. I haven't I'm, seen I'm you good. in a few years. It's been a long time. Well, we're uh, still kicking, and uh, <laughs> life is good. Yeah, last last time I saw you in person was I think we were at a restaurant or something, mm-hmm. and right. and then before that, uh, a lot of interview mm-hmm. things going on. A lot of clients that I bring in just just for Kim. Well, I appreciate it. I think you uh, introduced us to Doctor Blaylock uh, sometimes back during the. Uh, COVID scam and uh, uh, we was the very, cootie crisis. Yeah, he was very, very informative. I wish him well. I hadn't heard from him. I guess he's still in retirement. I guess he's so. he's um, he's fantastic. <coughs> and by the way, Kim, that was one of the. I mean, you've done a lot of good shows, but that was a seriously a, an very incredible. It was an incredible show. Yes, yes. Well, uh, Lee, what do you have for us today? What's going on in your life? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, I, I usually come in with a client, or I usually help produce a program, or uh, I do commercial work, but today she it's is kind former, of personal. She's a former media uh, uh, personality, so, uh, but she's here with us today in her capacity today, so we're going to find out what that capacity <laughs> is. Continue. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's, <coughs> it's kind of the mom capacity, actually, today, but mm. anyway... Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you, we you know we don't talk about this stuff with Kim beforehand. Oh, but go ahead. And um, t- 
today it's it's a, an uncomfortable situation because it's very personal, and I, I wanted to relay something that happened to me. Uh, and I I called uh, Donna, who's great for you know kind of moral support, but it was also appropriate because of the subject matter. Anyway, uh, about three weeks ago, on a Saturday morning at seven forty, mm-hmm. I had arrived the night before to visit my daughter for. For Thanksgiving and had intended to stay through the holiday. Anyway, um, she had to leave on a Saturday morning for a little class, and instead of pulling out of the driveway as usual, I I noticed that her car was just sitting in the driveway, and I looked out, and she was um, in distress, and I said, why haven't you, and before I could get it out of my mouth, there were guys that had rushed down the driveway and they just they pulled in SWAT style mm-hmm. and blocked the driveway <clears throat> blocked her access to be able to leave and um, the long and the short of it were was that they had come to supposedly uh, work for Intergy and do some work there was no identification there were no business cards offered there was no ID on their shirts there was nothing and they were blocking her access, and I came out, pajamas and all, and and said, what are you doing? And she had said to them, I'm going to be late. I need to leave my driveway. You need to move. And um, that turned into a three-week ordeal about tree trimming, uh, which ended uh, in us losing uh, her favorite tree in the backyard, which gave her shelter and it gave her coverage and it helped hold her fence up and and it was it was you know all in the name of of tree trimming and I called Donna because it was incredibly Mm. disturbing that one they would drive up abruptly at 740 at someone's house I I looked none of my other neighbors had been contacted. Nobody else was out of their house. Nobody else was letting them through their yard. They insisted on coming through our yard. And, and where was the lo- Okay, this is... So if they were cutting the tree... First of all, more than likely it was not energy, was it? It was a contractor for energy? Well, that that's interesting that you would say so. Mm-hmm. I, I finally got the information from them while standing at 740 in my pajamas outside her home. And it... it turned out to be Magnolia Tree Service and also yeah, Divini, I think it was energy, but go Divini Construction Company <coughs> who said they worked <coughs> for Entergy. And again, there was no ID. There was no phone call. I have read Entergy's website repeatedly since all of this happened. And, and they, they say in their guidelines that they always offer a, at least a robocall so that you know you know what's going on if there's a power outage or whatever it is and if there's a tree trimming service that's supposed to come into your neighborhood they let you know in that way as well anyway um and it says that on the website yeah okay yeah it's all part of, part of their guidelines i've but, never had them call me because it's never been you know i never cared one way or the other i've, I've seen them working in the neighborhoods and yeah. Up and down the highway. But anyway, go ahead. Go well, ahead. anyway, these com- these sorts of conversations went on, but the disturbing part, other than uh, blocking her access to leave her own driveway, the disturbing part was that immediately when I said, you know, 
I don't want this to happen. She had already said, look, I'm on my way out. I don't want to be late. And you should have offered notification. And so you need to wait until we can contact your office, which is going to mean Monday. Mm-hmm. And she, again, asked for a business card, and they went into a long explanation about how uh, these two companies, Magnolia and Divinity, Divinity, Divinity had joined forces, and, and that they were actually merging companies. And so they didn't even have a business card. And I advised them to leave the property and, and not to come back without, without notice. Okay. And I called Donna because this went on for three weeks. Three weeks we them had. Them blocking your driveway. No, three weeks them talking to neighbors. There was almost instant, almost instant uh, retaliation. Uh, one of the guys that had blocked the driveway drove around up the street and around the back side of the house. There's a, there's a, I don't know what would you call that, Donna. There's a like a an access easement where the power lines run <coughs> behind her home. Okay. And there's another neighborhood directly behind us. Probably I don't I don't know how far away the houses are. I'm not great at judging distances, but. Um, probably you could get three houses in between her home and her back lot and the next the next uh, subdivision right. behind her. Anyway, they immediately went around the block and started cutting after they said they would wait and and notify us and come back on Monday so that I I would have time, she would have time to notify somebody and make sure that this was what was supposed to happen because they assured us that they were cutting down a tree that was probably the smallest tree in the neighborhood. Now, they cut it down or they trimmed it back? Um, we were advocating for a trim and it, because it was a small tree to begin with. Mm-hmm. And what happened was uh, they, she called me about two weeks later at work and was really upset and they were chopping it down for no reason that's uh, that, donna you had something to add well i think the thing here with the tree trimming in the neighborhood mm-hmm. uh it it really distracts from the property values and the aesthetic appeal so many people don't understand what the true benefits of trees in neighborhoods increases your property values cleans the air water uh, it helps to mitigate flooding and drainage problems. So it's important that those trees look uh, appealing as well as their function. Right. Well, and that was one thing that I said to them. I said, look, we, you know, she's got some uh, water issues. It's a terraced street. Mm-hmm. So the house to one side of her is above. The house to the other side is far below. Right. And the water comes right through her property. Okay. And so if you take out a tree that's helping to soak up some of that water, you're you're going to have issues. Um, it was also a huge privacy issue for her. She's a single woman living alone. And that was her coverage. That little tree was short and squatty and cute. And the limbs that they cut down were like willow limbs, very wispy, very tiny. I mean, a fly could have bent them. Um, and we had had that. Well, have you, let me ask you, have you studied their policy on, on tree trimming? Because 
My understanding, first of all, Divinity is one of our advertisers, and、uh, Magnolia、uh, Tree Service, they've been doing what they're doing. This is just a contract that they have. I mean, they go out and they keep the lines trimmed. That, that land up under、yeah. the, the lines is actually、right. an easement. Right. That they own or you given to them, or, you know, it ran with the land when, when the land was transferred or whenever, whenever you bought it, or it, it's always existed. So they do have a right to come on there and do、of、those course, things. Of course. Nobody never doesn't them. want them to do their job. Yeah, but I've never heard them cutting down. In fact, I remember asking them to cut down a tree when they were over there. They said, no, we can't do that. We can only trim it back so far from the lines. In other words, they're cutting it back with the anticipation they might get a year or two before the tree grows back up and touch the lines. Well, I, that was their goal. I, I want to address that, and then、yeah. I want to finish the, the, the thought before.、Okay. Um, you know, nobody is here <coughs> to say. That Entergy is evil or Divinity is evil,、right. but they, they seriously do have a problem. They have a problem in the way they approach people or not. They have a problem in the way that they deal pe- with people or not. You can be decent. They're on private property. There may be an easement, but what they do directly affects the value of a home. Uh, as, as Donna was saying, there, you have to consider flood mitigation, how it affects the foundation. In, in the Madison County area,、um, there is a whole lot of red clay. We all have to deal with Yazoo clay.、Um, I, I know that there has been. Do you、work. have any pictures of the tree being, having been cut down? Oh, yeah, I got video. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I like to see it because I, got, I, I just can't get my head around them cutting down the tree. Well, here's the I thing. I mean, now the tree may have been so small that it resulted in the looking、uh, like it I mean, well, essentially cut down. Well, the, the lines are extremely low、okay. back there. Because it's terraced,、okay. the lines are extremely low. They,、okay. I, I don't know when the last time they raised or replaced or, or、right. worked on those lines. I have no idea. Okay. Well, that,、um, I mean, that would I, explain. Okay. But I, but I do know. That in, in watching what they did, first of all, leaving the driveway as I requested, there was a m e d i a t e Now, when you say they blocked the driveway, they pulled into it or they just blocked the street in front of the driveway? They pulled up on the wrong side of the road, going in the wrong direction on a street that has a hill, so that if somebody is trying to come up on the correct side of the street, they have to go around their trucks and. and Go into the path of oncoming traffic on a hill. And they pulled up and blocked the driveway. She could not back out. She could not get out. So, how long was it blocked?、Um, I, I have no idea. At, at least 10 minutes. T- long enough for her to be late. I do, I do know that. But, but the, the point was you, you can treat people better than that. And they need to treat, better than, treat people better than that. One, no notification. Two, blocking the driveway. Three, retaliation going immediately behind our home and starting to chop down bushes. And was, there, was there power lines at, back there? Yes, of course.、Well, and I that, said to but, them, yeah, I said to them, it, it, the tree was actually on our side, you know, the home side of the fence.、Right. Uh, and I said to them, can we not just take out the top of the tree? And, and that's there was they, a lot of、do. discussion. And, you know, in, in the two weeks that this went on, because this was a grueling situation,、How、there was a、houses? lot of other stuff that went on. And I know if they're an advertiser, 
it's wise of you to take their position, and I'm fine with that. But Actually, I'm not taking their position. It's just that, and willing to open it up to callers, has anybody ever been contacted by the tree cutting services uh, prior to them coming out doing anything? Like, I'm, it's never happened to me. So it seems, not that it, not the law or the rules, but I don't ever recall them asking for permission. Well, I know I know that there are a lot of people that are upset in Belhaven. I know that there are a lot of people upset in Florida right now for taking out trees that they weren't supposed to. And Donna can speak to that. Okay. You know, Donna, well, let us take a break first, and then yeah. we'll come back. Uh, our call-in number, 601-879-0002, Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. We have Lee Tapley in the studios with us. She's not a happy camper right now. Uh, she's gotten her trees lopped off over there, and she's uh, uh, she's treeless. Before we get back to Lee, I want to remind you, uh, real estate extraordinaire Rita Jensen. Rita Results Jensen. Rita stands at the ready to help you with your listing of your property. She's got three decades of experience. She knows everybody in the game, as it were, all up and down the food chain, from mortgage brokers to insurance agents, appraisers, inspectors. She can advise you on the value of your home. Give her a call now, 601-720-4037, 601-720-4037. So it's the a lull in the real estate uh, market right now because of the holiday season. But when you uh, springtime come, you think about putting that house on the market and you're interviewing agents, make sure you give Rita a call, 720 720- 4037 area code 601 or online Rita All right, let's get back to the ladies. Lee, all right, we're going to let you get it off your chest. What else you got? Oh, you're so sweet, Kim. <laughs> well, you know, whether you're a tree expert or not, mm-hmm. and, and I did consult some arborists and tree experts mm-hmm. that I trust, right? Uh, and then that, that I happen <coughs> to know. Um, but, you know, they did this at the wrong time of the year. Mm-hmm. The cold was already setting in. They did it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And actually, the way they cut, because they don't consult people um, that I consider professionals, I'm sure there are other arborists out there, um, you know, just like there are differences between Republicans and Democrats, mm-hmm. there are differences between arborists, apparently, right. in how a tree should be treated. But I think if you just follow a clump of trees in Jackson and look at the way, I mean, drive up and down Ridgewood, drive up and down Old Canton Mm -hmm. and and look at these formerly gorgeous tree-lined streets that are horrifically anemic. And all of these trees have been hatcheted. There's a better way to conserve and please everybody. You take care of the lines. The guys get to do their job. But but here's the irony for me. Mm-hmm. They're actually in the way that they're cutting, and Donna can speak better to this. Okay. They're in the way that they're cutting these trees. They're actually putting the lines in greater danger. How's that? Because you set the tree up, if you cut it improperly the wrong time of the year, you set a tree up for fungus, for, for rot, for insects, for all kinds of problems. And then it is more likely that the tree will fall on the power lines. When that uh, tornado came through Madison, mm-hmm. for which we got uh, no warning at all, um, not, not one, we lost not one limb. Not one limb. I, I, I talked to all the neighbors. Not one limb was lost. Mm. Um, but because north of us, a lot of trees went down. A lot of beautiful trees went down, and it was it was horrifying. Um, they just decided to come through and cut this deep swatch, 
and including a neighbor behind my daughter who has these gorgeous trees. She had just spent a fortune having those trees properly trimmed, and then energy contractors come along and just start hatcheting. Right. And and it's it's it look I mean they took out crepe myrtles that were nowhere near the lines. Clutch the pearls, not crepe myrtles. Crepe myrtles. Oh my god. Oh, you stop it. Let me tell you something, <laughs> Kim Wade. If this were the 1970s right. and the women from the area garden clubs were here, they were feisty, they were influential and they took no prisoners. They'd have been they body would, slamming They would take you like. out for saying stuff like this. Uh, but but look, look, you can laugh all you want well, to. Well, I mean, I am no, making light of it, Don. I mean, No, uh, I'm going to finish this okay. I, no you shouldn't make light of this because uh, but i mean tell you come something. on i mean you want power if, if you look at jack of course i want power i'm not saying and how I many don't people want... got mad at energy when the power was out a couple couple months ago everybody was at their throat because why didn't you trim the leaves back the limbs back and all that they, it's you know damn if you do damn if you don't no that's not true that's a that's an excuse Okay. Either they don't have good project <laughs> managers or they're not keeping good <laughs> schedules or they're not training the people that they hire well enough because they're not following their own guidelines. If you look on the website, mm-hmm. everything that they done did on our, in our neighborhood, with a couple of exceptions, was n- not in the way that it is prescribed in their own website. Okay. And that's that's the bottom line for that. But I, w- I want to, you know, Donna is with the Mississippi for Urban Forest Council. Yeah. She's been there, done that. And yeah. she is the one that can speak t- to you about what happens when the trees go down, what happens to a neighborhood. Okay. When the trees are not ca- well cared for or properly cared for and they start going down and start dying, it, it is, it's a blight. Value, it, yeah. it, it definitely affects the property value. It affects flood mitigation, noise mit- mitigation property value, death of wildlife, don't get me started. It goes on, and it affects everything, and people make light of a tree. But I want to tell you something. Trees are valuable, and given that we're not in a plankton-rich area, Kim Wade, (laughs) trees provide you with oxygen. (laughs) You know? But oh, look, look, look. unless you're going to be one of those cooties, <laughs> I'm going to hold my breath. I'm just not going to breathe. <laughs> well, and Kim, really, I think the the question yeah. here is, we want power, right. and and we want Absolutely. our power. Lines. We want a balance. That's what I want. But and, go ahead. And yeah. they do have legal easements. Right. Um, of course. Now cities can narrate that. Oh, they that can right? set boundaries. The okay. city can. I'll give you a good example. Ocean Springs. Right. They do everything they can possibly do to protect Save their live oak trees. Yeah. And those are in proximity to the power lines. Mm. Many times the power lines run through those trees. So the city can determine the boundaries on that. But they do have these easements that they have to respect. The thing about her site, though, and I did go visit the site, um, and I see this and I get complaints from all over the state regarding Mm -hmm. this, is the way that it's done. Because if you're looking at a neighborhood like North Bay, a nice neighborhood, right. you're not going to want these jagged, sawed-off, just butchered right. trees. They in do your, that. In I mean, it's, it's, it is not a, uh, uh, a landscaping operation in terms of where they're coming in and they're getting it manicured and that type of thing. It's just like we're getting X number of feet away from the wires, and that's that's our job. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim, is, if, is it if possible you, that you just ran across a crew that just wasn't as diligent? Or is, is this is something a complaint they've been having? Well, uh, I'm sure. Occasionally. But arborists are trained to make the correct cuts, right? 
and and two, a lot of times, and I think you mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. when they completely saw off all the limbs on one side of a tree, right. depending on the variety of that tree, it can become a hazard tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very easily. There again, depending on the variety and the size and right. that sort of thing. So, but, and Donna, we toured it today. It looks like a war zone back there it, behind it my daughter's house. No one in their right mind, if they were putting a house up for sale at this moment, would buy anything back there if they saw it. Mm. So this is, uh, so they had lines in the front of the house of your daughter's house and also in the back, but the back. No, no lines in the front, in the back. In the back. Just in the back, okay. So really it just comes down to the, to the way that it's it's being done. And and we get these complaints from all over the state. Right. Uh, they need a public Either the highway public relations director taking trees out or, or the utility companies. And they, they are trained. Arborists mm-hmm. have to be trained. And there are correct ways to make a cut mm-hmm. to be uh, – more attractive right. uh, to be safer and to still provide those benefits that, that the trees and you know our federal government right now is putting millions millions into tree planting mississippi got a huge chunk of that money uh because what jackson lee, state what lee lot. mentioned is we know areas that when they come in and destroy the trees or clear the trees out those areas decline rapidly uh, an increase in crime and a lot of things. It's planting trees and landscapes is a way to address the broken window pane. Hmm. And and so when you're not managing those in a yeah a, a responsible way, then it, it's so the what I hear essentially term. essentially uh, Donna, what you're you're looking for balance. That's what you're looking for. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, and, and and solutions. You know, I'm not. I'm well, we're going to get to the solutions. We're going to take a break. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. When we come back, Donna, I mean Donna and Lee will be talking about the solution to this issue here. We'll be right back. All right, I was trying to get my producer to play a little Isley Brother. Fight the power! <laughs> but uh, he wasn't quick enough on the draw over there. We have Lee here in the studios and Donna, and we're talking about uh, uh, the excellent tree service uh, that's being provided by Davini and uh, Magnolia Tree Service. And uh, we have an exception to that belief that they provide great services. And it's in the form of one Lee Tapley, who's, what, what was it, a pear orchard tree? What kind of tree was it? Okay, not the point right now. Okay. Not not the point right now. I don't I don't think you've heard anything I've said. I think all that mucus is stopping it your ears. It is. Right now. It is. I'm trying to get it in my cuz I can see them well, having to cut a pear a pear orchard tree down because of the way the limbs grow. If yeah. you if mm-hmm. you are a professional mm-hmm. and you are respectful, mm-hmm. you do not approach a young woman at 7:40 in the morning in her driveway and and keep her from leaving. But were you talking to them at the time and they hadn't moved the truck because you were conversating with them? She cracked her window and said, who are you? They told her who they were and she said, why are you here? And they told her why they were there. And they said, we need to access your yard. And she said, well, that that can happen. I'm on my way out. And there's no way to access back there. I have animals. Mm. I have, you know, you you did not give me any notice. You need to let me out so I can be on my way. 
and leave the property. I heard her. So are you on the corner? Are you in the middle of the block? How, how you know, situation-wise? Um, I mean, I guess you could say middle of the block. Okay, so they did they go to the other houses and start on those in, in lieu of being? No, mm-hmm. I told you. They drove directly around and started whacking away. That's at, after she left. At her flood mitigation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, go ahead. Donna, you got anything? Yeah. You know, Donna's got a lot. One of the states requires uh, that the power companies, actually it's Florida, Mm -hmm. requires that for every one-inch caliber, you know, trees are measured in caliber sizes, uh, they have to mitigate that by replanting those trees. So while our government is spending millions in tree planting, that would be one way that actual private companies get involved in making sure that Mississippi maintains its canopy. Mm. And that's a big part of what Lee's talking about is the canopy was pretty much destroyed um, with these right. trees that were that – were, um, So does, the, does energy offer trees – in, in situations like this? I don't know, but that would be a solution. It sounds uh, like they possible. would because you, you mentioned earlier that the federal mm-hmm. government has made money available and, you know, that would I, – I don't know. But. Well, I know I know Donna and I have talked about it. Uh, Jackson State's just gotten some money to mm-hmm. do some planning. But, you know, the tree planting is only as good as the people that maintain it. So yes. hopefully, you know, our fingers are crossed that, that the folks over at Jackson State will do a great job in, in maintaining – Okay, so um, you're going to get one those of those trees? trees? Uh, how many no, trees I'm, are on I'm, the yard there? I, I'm, I'm just adding oh, okay. the little bit of knowledge that I have okay. to that situation. I don't think they're making those trees available to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, and Kim, this is especially important this year because of the drought. Right. And right. they're predicting a really cold, wet mm-hmm. winter. Mm-hmm. So that means a lot of trees, even healthy trees, will come down in wet soils. So a lot mm. of these trees that died as a result of the drought, we're going to be seeing a lot of trees being taken down. And so it's important that people understand that tree trimmers, arborists, have rules on how to correctly prune a tree. Right. And it's and important what time whether of year? it's in a utility easement or right. wherever it is to recognize that we're going to be having to lose some trees. That's just a... Well, I, I do know, and I'm just, I mean, I recall, rather, uh, the last storm we had. I remember uh, Haley Fasakri catching all that flack everywhere he went uh, because, why weren't you more prepared? I remember uh, the public service commissioners, the candidate and the sitting public service commissioner, they were all over uh, Haley about what energy could have done and all that. There's just so many moving parts to maintaining the, the system, but I understand your concern and something you need to obviously agitate for and see what resolutions can be had. Well, I do want to say I want to bring up something else that we haven't talked about, and that is the heat island effect. What is that? Um, when when you start cutting down trees and foliage, you ensure that, and and in in our case, her backyard faces full west. So that tree was her only protection. That that tree was her only shade for her deck, and um, and it ensured that she had the privacy, but also some shade in the back, so that that part of her yard was actually usable. Um, it it affects people's electric bills. 
when you when you cut down all of this foliage, when you cut down trees, when you cut down bushes, um, not only does it affect the beauty, the value, but it affects your electric bill. And I think that's something that needs to be seriously considered. And I don't know if you take that up with the Public Service Commission. I don't know who you take that up with. Mm-hmm. But um, if if you're gonna if you're gonna take uh, any area and mm-hmm. chop down a lot of the foliage, you're gonna see a rise in the electric bills, especially in the summer. We actually did a project in Pascagoula where we planted trees around public buildings, and we calculated the energy savings that those trees provided when they were first planted and when they're 25 years old and 50 years old. And mature. And there's a program called iTree that you can actually put these values on trees uh, in in the dollar form Mm. so that people have a better understanding of the true value of that tree. So if she's talking about energy savings, we can actually figure out how much one tree would save as far as energy bills and gotcha. that sort of thing. So that's all calculable. Right. I mean, that's the whole point. This is nothing new. And they've so this known is bigger this than years. just this one tree. In much, bigger, okay. much bigger. Much bigger. And, and, and again, you know, when you, when you mess with the mama lion's baby, you mess with the mama. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's the solutions? Uh, what are you asking? What, what are you guys looking to have done? Well, I, I think it would be great for the state to have a, a state law that, trees that are having to be removed for legit reasons uh, that they mitigate that by replacing the caliber but two i also think that in her particular case for them to come back in and prune those trees so they're a little more attractive and not such an eyesore Mm. for her community Mm -hmm. because these communities are the are the kind of places that people want to live right um, and, you know, they've invested a lot of money to, to live there, and they want a certain lifestyle. Um, pruning those trees correctly would go a long way towards that. That's certainly, that's certainly understandable, and that, that was something that I was desiring. As a matter of fact, we had a caller called in a couple of weeks ago, Philip. Uh, he had that happen to him. He had a beautiful tree in his yard, and they came back. They came out and cut it. I mean, it was just like. Like it was a if it was a full tree, like a snow I mean a snow cone or whatever, they cut a quarter of it out mm-hmm. uh, that that was around the wire, so it looks real crazy now. But eventually, you know, I think a lot of it is, is that we're we're all a product of a, a, a growing like Densmore. I like that community because of the mm-hmm. trees and the sidewalks and things like that. I'm sure they have a lot of concerns like this, but it's a part of it. I mean, you live in a community that's gotten a, you know a few sunrises on it, and mm-hmm. some trade offs is what I see, but. Lee, you don't feel the same, obviously. I, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> well, how about we come out there and plant some reefer on your property there? That way it'll grow up tall. They won't chop. Matter of fact, they chop it down every season. They'll, they'll chop it down. They, 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 they chop down everything back there. I, I, I've got pic, I've got pictures for you. But yeah, no, I'm I, I'm I don't think we're into that. But it, we, we will be having a training program in April at the Ag Museum. Um, what trees or marijuana? Trees. On trees. Okay. okay. <laughs> Trees only. <laughs> okay. Kim Wade, yeah, everybody. Kim Wade. Look, look, now, Lee, so what, yeah. is, so what do you see as a resolution to this for your situation? Well, first of all, I, w- I would like to see, you know, local municipalities revisit the easement issue. Mm-hmm. Because as Don and I have talked about, uh, you can't police 
this except on a a local level and you can speak to that i mean donna's been on city council mm-hmm. and and she's she's been incredibly active uh in madison county mm-hmm. and i think cities really need to embrace that whole thing mm-hmm. we we have a program that we encourage tree policy and that's part of it so if it's a community that's trying to maintain their quality of life Mm -hmm. their property values you know reduce crime all of these things they really need to have policy in place to deal with the public trees well and i think it would also be lovely of energy to um to do their own seminar um, and and make sure that these people that they have hired are on the same page with the policy that they quote on their own website. Yeah. Because what we experience. So basically, you want them to do the uh, text text alert saying we're going to have tree cutters in this area. You know, because they got a list of addresses of all the places they have the power going to. So yeah, Intergy yeah, sends out robocalls all the yeah, time. Right. And and uh, we never got a call. Well, this is an opportunity for them to um, to start doing that. I mean, you may just be reminding them. You know, like I said, in- Energy is a hundred some year old company. Well, you know, the, it's been around that long. But the bottom line is, maybe just time to revisit that type of stuff. I, I don't see. it. Let me tell you how long mm-hmm. Energy's been around. Mm-hmm. Energy's been around since they were MP and L. And age three and a half, my first modeling job with Dan Gervich, a photographer for National Geographic, was to do an ad for Energy. Uh, for MPNL Mississippi Power and Light to show them how much they appreciated and espoused their concern for our forests, and I was the child in that ad in the southeastern regional version of National Geographic for Mississippi Power and Light now Entergy, and to thank me, sixty years later, they're carving up my daughter's backyard and making it look like Fallujah. Oh, God. Fallujah, Iraq, <laughs> a league coming. I'm up. I'm laughing because I'm with you, Kim. But this I, is not funny. I and know I, I know you're I pretty know, exercised about I, this. I know that I you think. I want to see these pictures. Uh, let's take a break here. We would have ran over our time. I want to we'll know. Right All right, we got. We're back. The final few minutes of the first hour. All right, Lee, this is the altar call. This is the part where you invite people to Jesus. Now, I did see the pictures that she had, and yes, the tree line was butchered. Now, she did explain that this property is on a terrace or a slope, if you will. So I couldn't see the wires from the pictures that she showed, but I saw the before and after. And it's clearly, as she said, the tree line was cut down to about four feet off the ground. But if it's on a hill and, it, you know, I don't know. I have to see that part. But in terms of it looking uh, devastated, moonscaped, if you will, yeah, she could clearly make a case for that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, how lovely of you to it, it, It's very white of me, I think. Well, oh, stop. <laughs> Seriously, though, <laughs> uh, here's the deal. Uh, so what do you want? You want Haley Fisakari's head? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. <coughs> uh, I, I I think there are a lot of people under him mm-hmm. that should answer to the fact that you know they've they've created a a PR disaster, and part of it is due to the fact that 
and and this is some of the subterfuge or whatever you want to call it that was going on behind the scenes. I can't possibly speak to what was happening for the two and a half, almost three weeks that they were there. There was also another crew that had to come in and clean up some of their messes, and they've still left a mess. I mean, the pictures that you saw is what's been sitting there for, what, the last week and a half, two weeks. So, so, so when did all this happen? Um, this started uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. The week before. Okay. Um, Donna, you got any comments? We got about another minute and a half. I think really cities that want to protect their tree canopy need to get involved in this. Mm. Um, this is an opportunity to do that. It is a open invitation to do that. And mm. I think the power company is uh, responsible enough that they'll probably come back and prune them correctly so mm-hmm. it's not such an eyesore because this power line they did this throughout this entire neighborhood right um and if you had some of those trees in your backyard mm-hmm. you would yeah. not be a happy camper i would not be a happy camper um, well so that and then the mitigation part of it i think would be important and then what she pointed out i mean letting people know that this heavy-duty okay. equipment's going to okay. be in your backyard. All right, uh, Energy, Lee's not going away, so you <laughs> might as well talk to her. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, I uh, hadn't seen my friend Lee in years. Good to see her. And Donna, Donna will be back next next Thursday. She's got something for the ladies out there. Opportunities, uh, business opportunities, and particularly if you got a green, if you have a green thumb. So we'll be talking to her and Lee. Uh, thank you, folks. We're not going to have any more tree violence around here. Okay, it's going to stop today. But no energy, real talk. She's not going away. She's driven on this here, and then when she gets uh, her teeth into something, uh, something's going to have to be dead about this here situation. Otherwise, you're going to continue to hear from her. But anyway, with no further ado, I have another special guest here in the studios, homeboy from Illinois, Mr. Dave Hertog. That's H-E-R-T-O-G, the original O-G. What's going on, Dave? Hey, good to be with you, Kim. How are you? Good to be here, man. Good to have you here. We finally worked out a schedule to get you in here. You stay busy. Uh, I'll let you tell people a little bit about yourself as much as you want to reveal. Who, who is Dave Hertog? Oh boy, why, that's, should, that's, why should we care? That's 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 a great question. That sounds like the start of my LinkedIn uh, uh, profile. Who is Dave Hertog? Well, the short story is I'm a I'm I am from Illinois, <coughs> uh, and uh, I'm an ex Army guy mm-hmm. who uh, did some pretty cool things in the Army. And after the Army, I, I did some uh, interesting work for about seven years with one of the, uh, the leading um, private uh, defense contractors in the country. They made airplanes, mm-hmm. and I worked as a private security counterintelligence person for them, you know, top secret clearance, blah, 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 all of that stuff. And fortunately for me, I, got, I must have done a good job because they, uh, they sent me to get my MBA, mm-hmm. which really kind of flipped a switch on me. Mm. And um, with all of my military background, you know, a couple of DEA schools, I went through FBI uh, Quantico hostage rescue SWAT training, was not an FBI agent, Mm -hmm. was not a CIA agent, none of of Mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, And uh, I thought, wouldn't it be great to have a 
private um, U.S. Secret Service for the high net worth people mm-hmm. uh, who need it and a private um, FBI-type agency for companies and small businesses mm-hmm. who need help um, when, when crisis has happened. So um, finished my MBA, uh, did a few more years of work at that defense contractor, and then worked for another guy who um, – great guy, uh, Ken Janoulis. He was the head of the Secret Service and uh, ch- uh, former chief of Interpol. And we did executive protection, and he had, like, uh, all kinds of stuff going on, different countries, 32 states. And then I hung out my own shingle. Um, did that in 97. Haven't looked back, so I've been doing my own thing for a little over two years. Um, a, uh, a famous Mississippi uh, talk show host uh, was my very first client in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And um, did some work for major airlines, 13 of the largest 100 law firms, uh, Sony, Kraft, blah, 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 you know. Hard to solve problems, hard to find information, commercial intelligence, executive protection. Um, and then probably my biggest claim to fame was my biggest client ever, uh, Waste Management, when they went through their $14 billion merger. So, Is that right? Yes, sir. So the scope of your services uh, from security, personal security, executive security, uh, you do general or private investigations. Uh, and it runs the gamut. You can scale it up or scale it down. You can do uh, personal, I guess, divorce-type situations. Absolutely. Hard-to-find information, asset searches, all of those things you mentioned, plus the new stuff, you know, the now, the the AI, the cyber. Um, privacy is really something that I'm, I'm starting to get a lot more of. Um, people uh, are very worried about their privacy and how to protect their privacy, how to protect their physical safety, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it comes to privacy, you're talking about the digital side of it? Digital side, yeah, digital side. That, you know, people are worried <clears> about you know, the artificial intelligence side of it. You know, we've got all these scams, and everyone gets all the emails and the phone calls and all of that right. stuff. But they're, they're worried about the artificial intelligence, the machine-driven uh, stuff that's going to be coming. Right. Folks, we're talking with Dave Hertog, H-E-R-T-O-G. He's on LinkedIn. You have, you have another web presence? I do. Uh, I have uh, a great uh, new website. Been here in Mississippi since July of 21. Um, the website is just my name, Dave Hertog, D A V E H E R T O G dot M S. Okay. And there's a um, an area that you can go to. Uh, there's a testimonial area. If you log in, we will send you a pat. You log in with your email address. Mm-hmm. We will forward you a thing through GoDaddy so that you can look at letters of you know what other people say about me. I don't want to you know. Just right. talk, 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 talk. I have non-disclosures. I, you know, like I said, I had a top secret clearance. I don't want to have to tell you something and then have to kill you guys. You know, but uh, <laughs> you know, so so yeah. Well, again, Dave Hertog, H E R T O G. He's on LinkedIn. If you want to just go directly to it, uh, he has a, a a a very interesting career, and uh, he's here in Mississippi. You said something at lunch today uh, about when you give people your card or tell them your name and what you do. What do you say? You don't need me now. You may need me or something. What did you oh, say? yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. It's mm-hmm. just something that uh, some good friends have, have uh, um, you know, helped me articulate. You know, a lot of people have a, an elevator speech. <coughs> um, I find that when it comes to being a PI, everybody already has their own impression, whether it's Magnum PI, like a couple people said to me earlier today or something else. But um, really, it's, it's you never know when you're going to need someone like me. But, but when you do, uh, in other words, when you do need me, you will know you need to 
someone who is somebody like me mm. to do it. Um, the other half of that is, is you know, I mean, it was very famous in the one of Liam Nielsen's movies. You know, um, he said something to the effect that, you know, and for me throughout my career, I've developed a very particular set of skills that mm. um, I like to help people with. Right. Uh, here's a testimony. Uh, Dear David, I've been needing to write you to express my appreciation for the work you've done for us. But I've been traveling quite a bit, and as usual, I apologize for not getting this done sooner. You've been supporting our security operations for several years now. Not only do I appreciate the responsiveness, the quality of work, and the professionalism you and your staff have demonstrated, but my uh, internal clients have are actually taking time to call me to praise your work. As I probably told you before, if my internal clients are pleased, then I'm a happy camper. We don't have many uh, business partners, quality versus quantity. So thank you for consistently earning the right to be a part of our team and helping us meet our objectives. And that is from an executive with Sony Corporation, the Sony Corporation. That's right, the very same one. So so you're out there earning your kudos, and it's through uh, hard work. And uh, have you thought about uh, uh, turning back or you have uh, expanded or, you know, you got staff or just uh, is all that proprietary or you just have what you need when you need it? No, it's it's kind of a, you know, on-call type of a situation. <laughs> um, in Illinois, I have a total of 27 assets mm-hmm. that I can call on. Here I've developed assets. I haven't had the need to yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's coming, you know. Uh, the, the, the seeds that I've planted have been very good for uh, the future here. Uh, Mississippi is the future. I don't know what people here know about Illinois, but uh, Illinois is is not in the kind of shape growing and um, uh, prospering that uh, Illinois is. Yeah, Illinois mm-hmm. has got a lot of, uh, you know, um, great uh, companies, but the headquarters are leaving. Uh, Caterpillar just left for Texas. Um, the largest hedge funds, I believe it was called Citadel, with the richest guy in Illinois. He just moved to Florida. Um, I'm not in, in that ball league, you know, but... Uh, um, I, I, I really like it here, and I really think that uh, Mississippi is going to be a, a really great place to help people and, and do some good business. Well, I'll go on to say this is another letter. Uh, it is my pleasure to write a letter uh, regarding Dave Hertog. I've known Dave uh, since 1995. Over the past two years, Dave's business relationship with Harpo Studios, that's Oprah, has grown to a point where he recently re- he was recently retained to provide specific project management, consulting, and other related services. As of this writing, Dave is currently an active resource, which we continue to utilize on a needed basis. Dave's attitude, background, education, experience, know-how, and personality made him a match for our, our protective operation. He is sharp, intelligent. Dave has a strong work ethic and a high energy level. He's very discreet, keeps himself in excellent physical condition, and is always available my assessment is that Dave Hertog is highly motivated, ethical, and whatever he does, it's always going to be with a spirit of excellence. This is uh, true at Harpo Studios, Inc., and I give him strong endorsement and recommendation to anyone who may ask. That's Harpo. That's Oprah's operation. So you've been around. I mean, you're not done. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I like to work hard. Uh, my uh, my dad was also in the Army, and then he went into nonprofit work, Um you know, my grandfather used to tell me, my father's father, mm-hmm. the harder you work, the luckier you get. 
Um, I believe stuff like that. I've, I've also had the uh, privilege, and really it's a privilege, to work uh, for and with people I admire. Mm-hmm. And not everybody can say that. And, and, and in this, uh, the field that I've chosen to be in, you know, there's, uh, there, there's a lot of people that I wouldn't let in my house while I'm out of town to watch my goldfish if I had goldfish. Right. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I think, um, you know, like I, I mentioned to you earlier, I think God has kind of led me to Mississippi, and I'm, I'm very grateful to be here, and I'm very grateful for everyone that I've met and, and everyone that's supporting me and helping me, and I, I appreciate your time, too. Well, we wanted to uh, highlight, uh, as I said, in between now and the holidays, we try to do different types of interviews that's on a little lighter note, uh, not so heavy with the world, the weight of the world on it. And uh, I know you're here. Uh, your operation is uh, needed. People, as you say, don't know they need it until they need it. And when they knew it, do need it, you're the type of person that they need to get things done. Now, here's a testimonial that's not signed but because for security reasons. A few years ago, I was in a threatening uh, combination of huge betrayal, deceit, uh, manipulation and being tracked. Mr. Hertog helped me through this chaotic uh, uncertainty with top security and utmost professionalism delivered with a strong, calm approach. I highly recommend Mr. Hertog as I was able to learn and implement strategies to help me reclaim my life as well. So here's someone who's being stalked and betrayed and probably uh, extorted. Uh, you stepped in and was able to neutralize that situation for him. It was it was very fortunate. I think I was there at the right time. Uh, this person was not located geographically close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually put this person in what we have is a like a private witness protection program because mm-hmm. her her situation was so dire, and uh, helped her <coughs> with privacy. She's now living in a different state mm-hmm. uh, and has the resources to um, live safely. And uh, with the, the remainder of her family, uh, she was able to separate from that, um, that individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, from time to time, that individual does uh, come up, but she has now uh, taken up methods to learn how to protect herself and protect herself in a very effective way, whether it's with weapons or other things. Right. Um, this person, I don't think she would mind me saying so. This mm-hmm. person was a, a very skilled individual, a person who is a registered nurse, mm-hmm. Um, and um, a very healthy person, mm-hmm. and now she has you know a real healthy future. So that's great. He solves problems, folks. Uh, uh, in the uh, uh, mafia movies, they say, uh, "Oh, you paint houses." I don't know if he paint houses, but <laughs> he's he's good at what he does. That's Painted Dave. A few houses, yeah. <laughs> Dave Hertog, H E R T O G on on LinkedIn. I guess would be the quickest way to catch up with him. Uh, of course, he has his own website, and that website is. His name, Dave Hertog, dot M-S. So you can check him out there and find out all that he has to offer. He'll come and sit down, private consultation. And uh, we want him to do well here in Mississippi. Uh, he has operations uh, here and on the coast. He can help you out. Our number here, I'm sorry, I didn't even give it out. It's Complete Exteriors, Roofing and Gutters. They sponsor the hotline. And that hotline number this hour, 601 and completeexteriorsms.com on the web if you want to schedule your own appointment with them to come out to give you an estimate. Or if you want to call them directly, 326-2755. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. And this is your host, Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. And we have Dave Hurtog with us. We're going to get to Dave here in a minute. But first, I want to remind you if you're out furniture shopping this weekend, don't forget our good friends over at Lewis Furniture and Mattress Gallery in Clinton. Located 951 Highway 80, excuse me, not 951, We're located right next to Nukes. They're in Clinton on Highway 80, and uh, they're open to 6 this evening, 6 tomorrow evening, 4 p.m. on Saturdays, 24 hours on the web. Financing available on everything in the store. I encourage you to, hey, how much is that knickknack that goes so well with this couch that you picked out and placed in here in your store? Uh, everything is available because they want your home to be outfitted to the T because, again, they want the oohs and the ahs from your family and friends when they see your selection. Uh, check them out on the web, lewisfurniturestore.com. Stop by there and get that recliner for Dad for uh, his uh, Christmas present, and they can make it happen, have it delivered by Christmas. So make it happen. Make a trip over there today, lewisfurniturestore.com. All right, with no further ado, back to the private investigator extraordinaire, Dave Hertog, H-E-R-T-O-G, on LinkedIn, or DaveHertog.ms. All right, Dave, now, <clears throat> I'm trying to ask you questions regarding what you do. You know better than I. What should people know about your business and what you can do, and what are some of the things that you've done? Sure. Thank you. Um, there's a couple different ways that people come to me. Uh, the most common way is uh, something reactive. Something happens in their life or in their business, and then they, um, you know, like someone calling 911. They they reach out. They have a problem. Um that's that's one way to work. There's also another way to work, and I call it arc building. It's it's when uh, you know when did Noah start building the ark? It's it well he was building the ark before the rain and the floods, mm-hmm. and that's usually the best way to to build an ark to protect your business to protect yourself is to work with someone who's a professional who can actually help you before you have a problem. Um, to set up systems, set up plans of action, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Getting moving over to uh, you know a couple two three things that I've done that that kind of jump out at me that I'd like to spend a little bit of time talking about. Uh, one is um, a very large food company. Um, it's a food company called uh, Kraft, and um, I've done um, commercial intelligence for them, uh-huh. due diligence. When they get ready to buy a company, buy a patent, do a deal, um, they would send me someplace, and I've been pretty much everywhere for them uh, over the years. And um, I do the three-ring binders like you have there. I I make a three-ring binder for me. I make one for them. And then after it's over with, we go through the binder, and, you know, I get rewarded very handsomely. Um, One particular uh, incident, um, one of their executives was so impressed with it early on, he, uh, he told me that I had potentially saved them millions of dollars in losses on just that one uh, case. Um, and uh, at that point I said, well, you know, Hey, shouldn't I just go on commission? You know? <laughs> How about a 20% commission? <laughs> That's right. And, uh, they, they kind of laughed and, and then they gave me another assignment to do. Um, that was, that was pretty cool. And that was very rewarding. And the, and the letter came without me even having to ask for it. Um, I do like to ask clients to do letters cause then I don't, you know, go running off at the mouth talking about stuff that I don't need to talk about because of, you know, the non-disclosures. Uh, another company uh, that um, I actually worked with the senior executive 
a couple of other places, <coughs> a couple of other places before. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a company they have a location here uh, in Mississippi. It, it uh, I, I won't mention their name, but they had had an employee killed, and it was a uh, domestic related employee uh, event, the death. Um, it was a shooting. Uh, someone came in, shot the person, and they said something to the children that were there mm-hmm. about coming into the workplace and doing harm. So I went into the workplace, did the investigation, did the ex- executive protection there, and, and basically since there was an annual shareholders meeting in about a month, kept them off CNN. The shooter was found later with a self-inflicted gun wound, um, mm. suicide. Uh, we didn't do it, obviously. Uh, but, you know, very, very high stakes um, kind of um, stuff. Um, it does happen. It's not just on uh, CNN and everywhere else, um, you know, other places, um, El Paso, things like that. And then, and then the other one uh, that's actually the most recent case of these three, um, this was a, a case where um, a young family member was kidnapped, and it was reported to the authorities, local police, mm-hmm. our <laughs> fabulous FBI, and uh, after two months, the uh, the family was just so stressed out about the lack of progress and everything, they gave me a call on a Saturday, and I was out at their house on a Sunday. And I met with them, and I said, okay. I said, well, let's let's do phase one. Let's let's do phase one. We don't know what we don't know. So let's let's do a week, and let's see what happens. Right. So we, we did the week, and um, after the week was over, met with them again at their residence, and uh, they retained me. I was on the case for about, uh, I think, just short of two months, maybe a little over two months, which resulted in the rescue um, <laughs> <laughs> of the the kidnapped uh, child, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was it was the best result. I don't have children, so it was uh, uh, possibly one of the most rewarding cases that I've ever done. Since that time, uh, the client has been gracious enough to send texts and pictures once in a while, and mm-hmm. and just reach out and just say, "Hey, we're thinking of you," and and that, that that's just I mean that's just way way overboard as far as thank you. Um, you know, I'm not really motivated by money. I shouldn't say that, mm-hmm. you know. I love helping people. I love solving complex problems. Mm-hmm. And um, um, and I guess uh, uh, in situations where calling in others, law enforcement or whoever, is not necessarily the most advantageous thing to do at that particular time. Right. Or at least you can help them evaluate the situation. Oh, I've, yeah, I, I've actually helped law enforcement. Uh, there was a situation earlier in my career where someone was found with some, um, um, I don't know how to say this without saying it. It might be too graphic, so if you need to bleep me out, go right ahead. Uh, this individual was found with no head, no hands, and no feet, and they didn't know what to do, where to start. So I helped them. I said, we're at phase one. We don't know what we don't know, but let's go with what we have. And we had a T-shirt that I recognized from Mexico. So we went there and um, ended up, uh, you know, following the rabbit hole and uh, doing some good work and and, uh, resolving the matter. It was uh, a a matter that was resolved shortly after. um, I don't know if people down here heard about the Brown's Chicken event. Oh, yeah, my old the hometown. murders. The yes. murders. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, some of the workers there used to come to my mom's bank mm. and uh, deposit and cash their checks. Um, that was a situation where 
uh, unfortunately, and I'm not I'm not slamming the Palatine Police Department, but the first three or four units there did not notice a wedge that was tapped yeah, under the back too. door so that the people couldn't escape. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that people can do proactively, you know, for their physical security, their mental security, and basically what I just call peace of mind. Right. I do remember the Brown uh, restaurant murders. That was it was mind blowing, particularly at that time. That was. Mass murders like that really, you know, of course you had the St. Valentine's Day, but that was before then. But, you know, now it's more commonplace. It doesn't even make national news in some instances, but that was captivating there in the Chicago area. I remember that. So, folks, we're talking with Dave Hertog. Uh, when you have problems that need a resolution discreetly, uh, you need uh, someone to assist you, you're going through a relationship challenge situation, uh, he can step in and kind of help. Uh, sort things out, let you know what the possibilities are, how to protect yourself, and how to stay safe. That's Dave Hertog. You can find him on LinkedIn, H-E-R-T-O-G, or H-T-R-DaveHertog.ms on the web. And again, our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. If you've ever used the PI and you'd like to talk about uh, the satisfaction that you had, we'd like to hear from you. 601-879-0002. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Dave Hurtock's in the studios, and uh, uh, this is to Lee Tapley, who was here earlier, uh, from one of our listeners who's in the know as it relates to how energy operates. They said you can make a claim in small claims court uh, for the damage to your uh, trees, if that's what you want to do. Actually, I know that energy has a process for uh, making claims, and uh, I, you know, I think I had a couple of I kept having brownouts in my house, and uh, and I complained about it, and it burned up my computer, and they uh, offered to compensate me for the computer they gave me. They sent me out the packet to do it. I don't think I ever mailed it in, but either way, I know that they will uh, make good on it because at the end of the day, it's all ratepayers' money anyway, but you know they want good personal uh, interaction with their client base. So check that out there, Lee. Uh, either do the, go through the claims process or – Small claims court. You do have options. All right, we're going back to Dave, the PI. So, what is it like being a PI? I mean, you know, how do people look at you? Uh, you know, think you're walking around with a trench coat and dark glasses and a can of newspaper? Absolutely, and a bunch of whiskey yeah. uh, in the bottom drawer of my desk. And I really don't know anything about whiskey. Yeah. I'm kind of a beer guy. Do you have a bird? Uh, pardon? Do you have a bird? I don't have a bird. Yeah, and uh, and I don't live in Hawaii, and I don't drive a Ferrari. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe one day I'll drive a Ferrari. <laughs> well, just a matter of time, then, again, uh, because in your business, kind of like the funeral business and haircuts, uh, eventually everybody's got to get one, everybody's going to use one, everybody needs one. So, uh, so what do you anticipate? What is it you'd like to be doing, and what is it you want to offer the people uh, um, going into the new year, I guess? Absolutely. I'd like to, uh, you know, work with uh, plaintiff's attorneys. I think that, uh, um, you know, a lot of people have some, like your previous guest, mm-hmm. you know, they may have some, some valid claims out there to, uh, that need to be addressed, and some people are invested in it, and some people, uh, you know, they, they, they don't know where to turn for help. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a team of, of people that help me. I don't do everything. I'm not Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, but litigation support is something that I'm, I'm very, uh, very interested. 
Um, I'd love to, you know, work with small law firms, big law firms, um, made, made some great inroads with some good partners and things like that. So just, just looking forward to, you know, working some great cases and getting some good results and, mm-hmm. and, uh, helping people stay safe in this, you know, this current climate that we're in. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different threats that are popping up now threats that, you know, many of us, we don't even, you know, we just can't envision that it's, you know, that, that that we're under a threat, and uh, but if you have assets, if you have uh, legacy assets that you want to try to pass on and make sure everything is secure, uh, you just can't take any chances. And that even goes to the hard assets, whether it be real estate, uh, structures, art, uh, just a lot of different things you can help with. Sure, yeah, you know whether it's physical protection of those or whether it's you know I'm not a lawyer, but you know uh, privacy strategies for protecting your assets uh, you know some people get into the nomad existence and stuff like that and and uh, uh, you know there's there's lots of options that people can really uh, take to protect their privacy and, and I have access to some some people that are just experts at doing that whether whether someone's been embezzled or a company has lost money um, you know I have people who are money laundering experts and they they've they've followed the money in their careers and they can help uh, people find out where the uh, where their money's gone, right? And folks, again, Dave, I'll let you throw out your web presence or sure. your LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm the only Dave D A V E Hertog, H E R T O G on LinkedIn. Um, the photo that's up there, if you see it, is me standing in front of a, uh, a three dimensional flag. Um, that's because, uh, and I don't like to give out personal information, but this little piece of personal information might be helpful to people. I actually was born on the 4th of July, hmm. and um, I think that was uh, probably for a reason. So the uh, the Mississippi website is uh, my name, uh, Dave Hertog, D-A-V-E-H-E-R-T-O-G dot M-S. There's a great picture of me at the uh, Sanderson Farms um, golf outing from two years ago. Uh, they were so wonderful to us veterans. Uh, invited us last year, comped everything, invited us this year, comped everything. Actually, was on the bus. It's kind of a funny story. He was on the bus the second day, Saturday that I went. I went Friday and Saturday this year, and there was a gentleman that I recognized who is a general, a former general, Special Forces. Mm-hmm. He's also um, a professional in, in Mississippi. And then later in the evening, I was meeting some other friends, and, and he was here with with, with them. Mm-hmm. So it really, it really was so wonderful that here I see, you know, a top decorated soldier in general, in an elite unit. Mm-hmm. And then he's already friends with my friends, who I was going to to uh, River Hills to to watch right. a a football game. Wow! So it was just uh, amazing. I, I I think that, and I don't mean this in a bad way. And I'm I'm trying to be the good Yankee. Um, so. I, I think that, to me, what I've learned in the last two and a half years, being here, having a business, meeting people, listening to people, uh, like I said before, my grandfather said, you have two ears, one mouth, try to listen twice as much as you talk, is that Mississippi is kind of like a good club, mm-hmm. and, and here's what it is. It's not like a private club, but it's a club where everybody seems to go, the good people, okay? And there's probably mm-hmm. some nasty ones, um, <clears throat> like everything. But the good people seem to go to the same places in this club, mm-hmm. and you run into them, whether it's, you know, and I'm not going to promote a certain restaurant or not a certain restaurant, but there's a couple of restaurants that I really like, you know, and I go there and I, I run into people. I've run into friends at, at restaurants in in, uh, in Ridgeland where my business is, and 
you know, I, I see a friend of mine's wife walk by, and I'm like, hey, you know, Gail, you know, right. nice to see you. And, oh, join us. You know, and then I meet the daughter and see the husband, and I know him. So it's, it's really cool to, to be out and just be new here right? and, and to see that kind of stuff. I had a, a friend call me before I came on the show today, and uh, I was just thanking Sam. I said, hey, Sam, um, you know, I really appreciate, you know, the support and love you get. He goes, hey, man, he goes, you're family. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're our family. Awesome. And you know, Mississippi has, is a very inviting place. Uh, I've been to every county in the state. And at wow. the time when I was with the phone company, I think every major employer in every county in the state. And what I learned, because I came down here with the, a lot of the northern Yankee ideals about Mississippi. And, uh, and what I learned real quickly, real quick, was that the um, if you act a butthead, you'll find somebody to accommodate you. <laughs> Uh, yep. But for the most part, I mean, you know, people are very, very, very kind. They're very smart. That's one of the reasons why I say the things and do the things here on the show because I actually believe them, number one. But number two, there are a lot of good-hearted people where we were today at lunch. There's a, yes. you know, these are people who have done well themselves and more than willing to share the blessings of their knowledge, uh, their experiences, and help you get on or up the ladder. Uh, but you got so many angry people or too many angry people in Mississippi that are uh, just a boat anchor that's holding everybody else back. But uh, I remember when I first got here, uh, my car, rental car had put me down. And and I'm looking in my rear view mirror and, you know, sitting there with my hazard lights on and this old pickup truck pulls up behind me. And I could see in my rear view mirror and he had an old pickup truck so it had clear glass all the way across. They wouldn't tint it. And he looked like a, a guy out of Central Casting with the burr cut. I'm thinking it's curtain. This is like that's awesome. You know, uh, you know, this is Redneck City here, and the guy got me on my way. And uh, you know, yeah. well, what, he may not even like me or like black or whatever. The bottom line is that's what they do here. Yeah. It, it it ain't a matter. Okay, you know, I don't want you marrying my wife. I mean, my uh, my daughter or my dog. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day. Uh, if they can help you, they'll help you. And, and I like that. I, I like that aspect of it. And this is why I think we have something to build on here. And that's why, you know, I wanted you to come on because I know how passionate you are about helping people. And I want people to know about you. And as you said, you know, they don't need you now, but they need to know of you because when they do need you, you're the type of person yeah. they need. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be there. And, and, you know, like you were saying about Mississippi and, and Jackson and Hines County and and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of people like us that believe in the future of it. Right. And there's a lot of knuckleheads, in my opinion, that are stepping in the way, right. that are in positions that, you know, if they're not going to be part of the solution, well, they should just get out of the way. Right. Uh, but 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 there's a lot of people, and you met some of them today, that are Jacksonians. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they grew up here. Um, I could take you down State Street and show you some of the houses that they grew up in and uh, great families, and, and they want – jackson to survive right. and you know what they're white right you know and some of them are black and it right. just doesn't matter there's people that that really love uh, jackson i'm 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 passionate about jackson too mm-hmm. you know and I, I really want it to succeed well you're doing your part you're offering your services uh private investigation and they runs the gamut and what you don't do you know who does it and they can uh team up with you you can draw in assets as needed on any project and I commend Dave to you. That's Dave Hertog, H-E-R-T-O-G, on LinkedIn and Dave Hertog dot 
MS on the web. So if you need his assistance, he's there for you. Now,、uh, how does it work? I mean, you know, people just call you and you guys、sure. meet in some clandine, clan, clandestine location and. You know, you're in silhouette and all that. So, what happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we get the drones out and all that <laughs> stuff. No, no, seriously. Most of the time, you know, it, it's, it's just a basic consultation,、mm-hmm. you know, and I can do that on the phone. <coughs>、um, if they're on the Gulf Coast, you、right. know, you do that. You know, there's a, there's a fee schedule, you know,、mm-hmm. that's on the website. Right.、Um, if there's an extenuating financial circumstance, I'll, I'll work with them、mm-hmm. on that.、Mm-hmm. Um, if they're local, You know, we can meet at Waffle House or you know, we Trace Grill, any, any place you know, and, and, and chop it up.、Um, I, I had a, a consultation、uh, Saturday,、mm-hmm. and、um, about five minutes into the consultation, I said, Look, I said, you bought a half hour consultation. I said, I want you to slow down.、Mm-hmm. I understand your problem.、Uh, you would probably really appreciate this problem、mm-hmm. if I told you, but I'd rather tell you off air. It was a real estate thing、mm-hmm. where someone, A very high end seven figure property where the tenant、mm-hmm. forged someone else's identity, identity、mm-hmm. theft, and then later they found out who the person really was.、Mm. Yeah, consequences. So,、mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, again, it would have been great for them to have a, an asset to do the right kind of background check. Right. But there are people that are out there that will, that will take someone's password、right. and they will try to use it and fend、right. themselves off and pay a lot of money. Yeah. And, then, and then when they don't have it, and now it's a big, huge thing for this person, this property owner in real estate, and it's a huge thing with law enforcement. Right. And, you know, they weren't real smart about it,、right. these tenants,、uh, you know.、Right. So it's,、uh, yeah, you, it's, it's a real disaster. You saw, he solves problems, folks. That's, that's what he does. And if you have problems that need solving, need attention, or if you just need consultation, Direction. He can also offer that. Dave Hertog, H E R T O G dot M S on the web and also on LinkedIn. All right, Dave, we're going to take a break. Our number is 601 879 0002. All right, folks, we're back and it is it's Thursday and it's the final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show. Dave Hertog has been our guest today in the five o'clock hour. He is a private investigator and he just w a n t to let people know that he is here and he's there to solve problems. He can solve yours. So, Dave,、uh, this is the last three minutes. This is the altar call. You can tell people what you want to know about you and your, you know, how to get hold of you and what you can do. Just whatever you want to tell us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can give them my email address. It's, it's, pretty,、uh, it's pretty cool, you know, if, if you're not a.、Uh, Uh, a person that likes to call or, or text. If you do call, I, I, do, I do say, hey, you know, leave me a message because、mm-hmm. so many of us get so many robocalls all the time that no, we end up blocking half of them.、Yeah. So、uh, if you do have a problem, if you do have a situation where you, you want to talk, you can go through the website, davehertug.ms. You can email me also. It's, it's very simple. It's Mississippi Private at Gmail. M I S S I S S I P P I P R I V A T E, Mississippi Private at Gmail. I'm sure my box hopefully will fill up.、Um, mm-hmm. You can call 601 218 5059. You know,、uh, again, I'm, I'm really motivated to, to helping people. And if you're anywhere you know, within the, the limits of、uh, you know, WYAB and 103.9, 
uh, you know, reach out if you've got something. If you just need some advice, uh, you don't know what to do, if you've been the victim of, of something that's, you know, shady, or maybe you saw something that you don't want to report to Crime Stoppers, I mean, I believe in the first words on my license. It says private detective. Uh, so I know how to keep my mouth shut, and I know how to talk to the right people to help situations out. So that that's kind of it. I mean, a lot of people, it, it's tough sometimes to, to try and build trust. Um, it's it's something that's earned. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here to help, and uh, this is the future. And I'm just looking forward to, to meeting more people and, and solving more problems and helping people protect themselves and protect their privacy. Um, it's, it's very interesting. I'm very grateful to be here, grateful to be on your show, and appreciate you and Cliff. Well, we appreciate you coming in and taking this time with us. Uh, again, this is a name you need to know. You need to bookmark it. You don't necessarily need him now, but when you need him, he's the man you need for the items and the situations that you have, resolving problems and uh, uh, discreetly that no one ever knows that there was a problem. Exactly. That's the kind of, and, and you know, we talked about this off air before, but, and it doesn't really relate here because you don't get snow, mm-hmm. but up in Illinois, we say we like to walk through the snowstorm without Need leaving a footprint. footprint. That's right. So you don't have to worry about that. If you don't want anyone to know about it, that's cool. Uh, we do an engagement letter, you know. We only do that if we have to show it to some type of authority um, that we have a legal right to do what we're doing. Right. All right, Dave, look, we appreciate you coming into the studios. We wish you all the best. Thank happy you. holidays. Happy New Year's. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace.